0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with Dubai based best selling author and finance accounting maestro, Shihan Sharif. Along with being a best selling author, he is a CFO of one of Dubai's largest diversified global investments and technology companies. The company's investment portfolio comprises of real estate, precious metals, venture capital, and equities. With more than 18 years of finance and accounting experience and a strong focus on teamwork, before joining the company in 2010, he was a finance manager at another company and he's always been active originally from sri lanka he's got a great story enjoy this interview
1: hi joe good evening how are you
0: hey good good morning how are you sir
1: sorry it's it's morning sorry, sorry. <laughs> i'm good thanks
0: <laughs> i love the future so i'm good where are you located i'm in dubai dubai wonderful i hear it's beautiful there
1: uh not the weather but everything else is yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's pretty warm huh
1: it is, yeah, but it's getting better though. That's
0: the Okay, thing. yeah, we're getting to that point right now. What time is it over there? For me, it is six o'clock. Six okay, all right. I like it. I like it. Well, man, you got a you got a wonderful story. I'm 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 really looking forward to talking to you about your life and your mission. But before we get to that point, we all lived through quite a thing with COVID. How did you survive about the last three years, and how did it change you?
1: Yeah, so the last few years probably has been the worst uh, of my life. If, if you really look at it, uh, several incidents that took place, unfortunately. I lost my grandmother, I lost my mother, I had COVID twice, once with family, once alone. Uh, several other incidents, like my father's brother passed away, father's sister passed away, some of my known friends here in Dubai passed away. My son dislocated and fractured his finger on the right hand and then just a month later on his left hand. So it's been incident after incident. But on the flip side, it's also been probably the best three years in my life if you look at it in a different perspective. So I managed to complete uh, my second MBA, which is on data science and uh, artificial intelligence. Even before you know all this talk of that GPT came in, then I also enrolled myself into a doctorate program, which I'm halfway through in terms of my journey. I completed probably more than a hundred online courses, including Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, you know Alex Hormozzi, and so many. I mean that, that, you, th- that you can think of. Uh, so yeah, it's and I also published my book, which uh, just it's been just about two months since I published it, and uh, it achieved bestseller ranking uh, for some time. Uh, So it's it's, it's been a good time as well if you look at it from that perspective.
0: Yeah, for sure. So let's get to the essence. I know you're a best-selling author, you're a CEO, accounting, finance, but I want to get to the essence of what you do for a living. If I put you in front of a bunch of kids, third graders at a career day, and one of the kids asks you, what do you do for a living? How would you answer them?
1: Yeah, so I work with numbers. I love numbers. And numbers love me, something something like that. So, uh, yeah. So, and when it comes to now, it's not just numbers, numbers to deal with money. Uh, throughout my uh, work, it's, it's all about dealing with money, uh, making sure that everything is in order, no money is stolen or lost. So if it's for a third grade, I think that, that probably would be the best explanation.
0: So let's go back in your life to get to where you are here, being a writer and being in finance. Where were you born and raised, and how did these seeds get planted into you to become who you are today?
1: Yeah, so I was born uh, in Sri Lanka. In fact, uh, all my studies I did it in Sri Lanka, and uh, my first job I, I I worked there in Sri Lanka. I came to Dubai only in uh, twenty uh, sorry two thousand eight. I've been here for the last fifteen years, and in terms of uh, you know what I did when I was small, I, my ambitions when I was small was to be an architect. At some point later on, it evolved into an engineer, and then when I was a bit more older, it was more on the medical side of things to be a doctor. But uh, when I was doing my ordinary levels, what it's called back in Sri Lanka, uh, I realized that you know every term that I that I put energy and focus into, my sco- my my uh, results were improving, and then I discovered accounting as a uh, as, as one of my key strengths, and I really loved it. It was, it was really passionate. So I then got more into accounting. So for my advanced level exams, I did uh, subjects around accounting, business studies, and economics. And then from there on, I, I did a number of other qualifications, uh, completed a number of qualifications, and uh, I think the rest is history. Yeah. it's it's, all, it's been all about accounting since then.
0: So when you were in the third grade, was your dream to grow up and become a doctor?
1: No, when I was in third grade it was more about uh, architecture and okay. engineering
0: okay you know I remember reading Arthur C. Clarke, the author of 2001 a Space Odyssey and he lived in Sri Lanka for a while and he I remember was, all the, yeah, that's right. yeah he I remember all the glowing accounts of living there he absolutely loved it. Yeah, he's
1: very famous. There, uh, he's very uh, and especially I think uh, just when you we were approaching the year two thousand, with all that talk about the world going to end and you know the computers going to crash and stuff like that, I think he became very famous, particularly during that period. Yeah. And even as a scientist, he's very well recognized and uh, known for in Sri Lanka.
0: You know, I'm curious about Dubai. It seems like an international hub. There's so many different. Nationalities and so many different mixes of people. What what is from a from an outsider perspective? How would you describe life in Dubai? What do you like? What do you like about it the most?
1: It's amazing. Yes, like you said, the every nationality of the of the world, you know, people live in here. Uh, And what's nice is that you work with multicultural uh, in a multicultural environment. And uh, the the bigger thing here is is the vision of the leadership, uh, you know, they, they I mean, if, if you came in here like 40, 50 years ago, it was all just sand and desert, but it's quite amazing how they've transformed this place, uh, you know, to what it is today in, in terms of the tallest building in the world, some of the best luxurious hotels in the world, to entertainment, to theme parks, to the restaurants, to everything is, is it's really great here, to be honest.
0: Yeah. So, in your life, who's been an inspiration? Who's been a hero for you?
1: Uh, Starting off with my childhood, it was definitely my parents. Growing up further and particularly the last few years, it's been uh, Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. particularly during those difficult times in my life. You know, I took a lot of inspiration and motivation from what they had gone through when uh, they
0: were much younger
1: and how they overcame those difficulties and obstacles. So, yeah, it's definitely those two.
0: So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be?
1: Uh, it would definitely be Tony Robbins.
0: I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> Have you ever seen him live?
1: Yes, I've enrolled into a lot of his programs. I've completed a number of them, and uh, there are a few more events that are coming up as well uh, over the next few months. And we up to the next year, I've, I've enrolled into all of his programs
0: you know, when I was a kid, he was always on TV. And at that point, that whole idea of motivating people and self help and those things was kind of a new thing. I'm always amazed at how relevant he has stayed, because a lot of people fall away. A lot of people don't remain as prominent. But it always seems like there's a stature. And there's this backbone that he has that's way above and beyond anybody else. Why do you think that is?
1: I think his passion more than anything, you know, the, the passion that he wants to serve people and give back rather than, you know, just looking at money and his income and what he could gain as a business. So I think it's more about what he wants to give and, and how well he delivers it, you know, and that's perceived very well by the people who uh, follow his courses or enrolled into his programs. I think that's the difference with when you compare him with any other speaker or coach, mentor. and and it's not just one area. It's not just coaching. If you look at any of the areas, like whether it's finance or whether it's health-related stuff or whether it's inspirational-related stuff, you know, he's done them all. And I mean, best-selling author on the entire Amazon platform is one of his books by the name of Life Force. So just, just another example. So it's, it's a number of different spheres and areas that he's been very successful in.
0: So clearly Anthony Robbins has a lot of motivation and he helps people get motivation in their life. What is that for you every day? What gets you out of bed? What gets you to want to accomplish what you want to get done as an author and as somebody that's in finance?
1: Yeah, so it's just a translation of, uh, or a thought that, you know, there's much more that I could achieve in life rather than just looking at what I've been able to achieve so far. There's so much more that I could do and there's so much more that I could help people with. There's so much more that I could serve the community with. So it's it's that bigger thought uh, is the one that drives me uh, on a daily basis.
0: So of all of the things that you've done professionally, what's your best success story?
1: Best success story would definitely be the book, which was very recent. But uh, if I look, at, look back and say like what's the best story of my life it's probably during the period uh, where i was a young kid you know there was when my, in terms of my education my grades were falling apart uh, but then i picked myself up and focused on it and then every term when you look at it my marks started to improve during that uh, ordinary level period and then when it came to my advanced level i was the now the first in the class so i think that that period was awesome because That played the foundation to the shihan subsequently,
0: if you may call it. So you you moved there in 2008, correct?
1: Yes, I came to Dubai in 2008.
0: So let's say you have a dream tonight. You run into that version of you maybe a year before 2007. And you could give that version, a younger version of you, a piece of advice based on the life you've lived, the wisdom you've gained so far. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Keep learning more than anything. Just keep learning every day. Invest in yourself. uh, Because I think these are the two things that have really helped me if I look at uh, particularly the last few years. There was a period in my life where I didn't invest in myself, particularly the 2008 to probably 2010 period. uh, Sorry, 2008 to 2015 period. Uh, I didn't invest much in myself. I didn't focus on learning. I was just doing my work and just spending the day that way. But subsequent to that, I I started investing back in myself, started learning every day at least an hour. So, and I think that's paying the results that, that that I see today.
0: So, of all of the things that you've accomplished so far, what are you the proudest of?
1: Mm, just the person who I am. I think, uh, you know, as, as a human being, just trying to be the best version of myself uh, not, not a particularly single thing, but I think just that, you know, that I, I try to keep improving myself on a day-to-day basis. Uh, so I'm, I'm just proud of that that belief and thought in me that uh, that drives me forward.
0: So as a best-selling author, what was one of the very first books that you read that either made you want to read more or eventually write and become a publisher?
1: Believe it or not, I was never a reader, <laughs> not <laughs> even until I was probably 20s and I can't recall Single particular book that I read in full up until that point. But particularly during the COVID period, uh, that's the time probably that I started liking to read. And I read a number of brilliant books like uh, Atomic Habits, which was, which really was probably life changing. And then later on, Limitless by Jim Quick, who is the brain coach, you know, reading his story and how how his life transformed from a particular incident and what what it led to who he is today. So these two books in particular were, were really uh, interesting and I really loved them.
0: So everyone out there has a perception of you. You have family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you ultimately are in control. What is your perception of you? Who do you think you are?
1: Um, I'm just one of the human beings who is trying to make the world a better place uh, i don't i mean i'm not a person who would like to brag about myself i'd like to hear what people have to say about me but but if if i'm to say in terms of the perception you know probably a friendly uh, a person who loves to help uh, others yeah that kind of a person
0: so if anyone out there wants to pick up your book learn more about you anything about your world where's the best place for them to go
1: yeah. So they could go to moneymasterhq.com. That's the website. And if they want to contact me, they could email me on hi, that's H-I at shihansherif.com. That's dot fcom
0: Shihan, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Send my best to Dubai and best of luck with the book and everything else that you get involved with.
1: Thank you so much, Joe, for having me on your platform. Thank you very much.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.